Smoke swam around my head while tonight's intoxicants swam inside it. It was never worth drinking at the place. Twenty quid to get in, then five a drink. Dancing was difficult. Either the crowd too thick, or just when you'd got a rhythm, the terrible DJ would switch tracks. Still, I tried to dance, though I bumped into Londoners bobbing heads and never got my swing going. I always wanted to dance. I loved it so much. I don't remember what stood out to me about those three guys. They seemed to move to they moved through the crowd in a way to make one wary. After I saw them, the crowd seemed to move and warp, and hands came out and grabbed the three guys. Someone looked at me and said, grab him too. Confused, I was pulled off the dance floor into a hidden stairwell. Men in black suits asked me if I had taken anything I shouldn't have. I stood my ground and told those escapos I did not. The sponge that is my brain was rinsed out by my earlier drinks with a wash of cold adrenaline. All that quid on beer wasted now. I felt this was a, a situation where a case of mistaken identity could land me in a rough spot shaped like a cell. The head macho said not to worry, there were cameras in the staircase, unaware of the differences between a Londoner and a Philadelphian. The other three were younger than me, and even after I had stopped protesting, they corroborated that they didn't know me. That of security, the man who pulled me, stared back at me. We communicated on a primal level, two animals sizing each other up. Then they opened the door back into the club and I was let out into the parade. For a while, I stood and contemplated. Then I left. Dancing was difficult. Welcome to The Shakedown. I'm your host, Tyler Mertens, and with me I have a newly recurring guest, Mr. Robert Zakes. Hey. hey. What's up? Oh, nothing much. <laughs> newly recurring, even though I've been, this is my third time on The Shakedown? Technically, third uh, time. But the first time was, was remote. remote, so we don't, um, we don't always count that. Uh, Even though it was good from my uh, town of London, right? I guess yeah. Uh, that was the international shakedown. That which was, was pretty cool. Shakedown International, the new Martin New Corporation. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wish, not yet. Shakedown LLC. But um, uh, we're here. This is a bit of a deviation for the shakedown. We're in Triumph Brewing Company in New Hope, PA, um, and we do not have milkshakes, but close enough. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a saison, uh, and I am drinking the Jewish rye. And uh, we are over 21, and yes. this is the part where we remind underage Shakedown listeners, if you're under 21, we advise you not to drink beers. But if you're over 21, drink responsibly. Um, this is pretty good. It's not super rye like I thought it would be, but that's my, okay. My had... brother described it as drinking a glass of blended bread. No, see, this is nothing. This is no rye whatsoever. He's, he's a wimp. He's a, wye, a rye wimp. I don't think I've had rye beer. Here, have a sip. Yeah. This is not super Have you had the size on? Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll uh, resist. This is in lieu of milkshakes because... I don't know why. There is no because. Because it's this past is, 5 o'clock. This is what adults. we felt like doing. So, uh, we're here. We're reunited. Rob is on his spring break from Ithaca yes. College. And busy studying away all the literature and writing and whatnot yeah. that he does up there. I do a lot. I'm, I mostly do writing these days because I've actually... I actually um, 
did all my requirement, requirements sans one mm-hmm. like a year ago right. at school. Like, I was at a point where I was in so three you, English could, classes a semester. Could you have graduated if you took that one class? Like, no, I had a lot of I had a lot of like uh, Gen Ed because I did so many of my major stuff early. Yeah, and so I, I, at Ithaca College is a separate writing and English major, so I know minor. Could potentially major if I had more time. I could easily major in writing as well. Um, so I mostly take classes like that, and I, uh, I uh, the only class, the only requirement I had was an any level elective. Okay. And every year I'd go, all right, I'm saving this to take the sci-fi lit co- course. And now in my final semester, I've finally been able to take the in? sci-fi lit course. Did yeah. it like fit your schedule and all that? I had an advantage because I, um, I'm now a senior, so I have first is and I think I might have even got I don't know about this but I think I might have also had something to do with the honor thing because I wasn't an honor student to start okay but uh over uh the course of my college career I'm now an honor I'm now going to graduate with honors uh, oh good because I was accepted into Sigma Tau Delta the English Honor Society okay yeah that might give you priority scheduling slightly yeah I, cool. I don't know how it does that just happened so maybe it didn't affect it um but I was accepted last semester and also, I was living in London, where I was up at a time when nobody else would be up, <laughs> sitting there. Like, oh, that's when you schedule. Oh, yeah. And I did it, like, I, I took, like, five minutes. I, I don't think I did even that. I, I think I woke up uh, even before work and just sat down and <laughs> did it all, when it would have been, like, five in the morning um, here. <laughs> and that's when they opened that stuff. So right. because I was up that early, and for me it was hey. midday, it was yeah. so easy to just pick that's out everything along. Awesome. So... That's that. We know your intro because you were here twice before. Yeah. So I guess we can get right um, to the story and the poem that accompanies it. Oh, yeah. I'll have to find that on my phone. Um, <laughs> this story is going to be very similar to my first story because it's about me living in London mm-hmm. and it's about a brush with danger. Ooh. While you sip that, I will remind uh, the listeners that the first story that Rob is referring to, you can listen to in the Halloween Shakedown episode, which I don't know the number, but it is called Halloween Sewed, is the name of the episode. So, if you haven't listened to that, that's where you can find it. Well, that's that's a good one. Uh, that's a pretty good story, and I, I thought I did a pretty good job adding special effects to it. <laughs> <laughs> so, go listen. Um, anyway, uh, one of my last uh, times there, and this is, I, I went to the club, the London clubs a couple times, but I never enjoyed them as much. I think in my you know, now I'm, I'm less of the wacky, crazy guy wanting to go to clubs than I used to be. Wow, then crazy guy. Yeah. Um, but a couple times I went to a club, and this time I was meeting up with somebody. Okay. Um, and the club is, uh, for the for Shakedown listeners who are familiar with East London, uh, all me when I re-listen to this episode, um, the club is XOYO. Uh, and it's right off of it's right next to Old Street Station. It's like all right, Londoners. Yeah, find that club. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a very popular club. Uh, okay. The first time I went there was because one of my favorite DJs was playing there, and like the first weekend I got there, or second. Right, right. Um, the first weekend you've already heard the story of. This <laughs> oh is one man! Of the last now weekend. this is oh, okay. So um, this is later, way later. Yeah, this is my third or fourth time going. I was going to say, you're, if this was your second weekend, you don't have good luck with these. <laughs> no. <laughs> I would have left London after I, two weekends. I got to go home. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm in the club, and I can't find my friend anymore. 
So I, I don't have his number because I don't have a phone because mm-hmm. that got stolen from me in London. Of course. <laughs> I had a really rough time in London. <laughs> yeah, man. They just Well, you're American, so they're like, let's take his phone away. Yeah. Hey, mate. <laughs> Come over here. <laughs> Give me your phone. It's uh, a London thing to do. I'm okay. going to punch you and take your phone and then <laughs> oh. jump off the subway train. <laughs> Which is very common occurrence. Don't use your cell phone next to a subway door in London. Oh, no. And fall into the... Because they want to grab it when it's unlocked so they don't have to deal with the password. Because otherwise they can't get at it. Oh, so you're on the subway. They take your phone and get off? Yeah. Wow. Right, That's a pretty the good closing. idea. Because there's a noise. You can, like, I could do it because I know the noise that they make when it's about to shut. Yeah. And you have just enough time to get off if you're real quick. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so I... Um, don't have a, I, have my, I have a new phone at this point, but I've basically been using it for Facebook because, and I don't have this guy's number. Also, so the phone I got to replace it now doesn't work. Okay, uh, it's the phone I have now, but just SIM card can never get working. Still has in trouble London, in London. It wasn't in London working. couldn't get it working. Okay, still have trouble with it. Um, but it was like a Wi-Fi device for you then when yeah, you were there. Yeah. Okay. And it was it's a great one. Um, so I can't get in touch with my friend through Facebook. I don't hear from him. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm here at this club. There's some music playing. Um, <laughs> you know, I love it. <laughs> and I, uh, I go down. There's two floors to this place, like a, a lot, in a lot, like a lot of places in Europe. There's multi floors because things are very small, so you have to use multiple floors to, mm-hmm. to house people. Um, so I go down to like the basement area, and the music's okay. It was either this night or another night. I'm gonna say it's this night for the sake of the story. There's a really bad DJ on, who basically would start playing a song and start getting into it and you're okay he's using a top 40 hit but you can dance to it sure and then immediately as you were starting to get a groove switch tracks <laughs> as soon as like after the song's like intro and then it's like it gets into it yeah. and you dance it and then a good DJ will usually thing. if you listen to like a mixtape they usually like will have themes and like try to keep something in a style so if you're moving to something slower you it's a gradual change right this one was just like you'd be like <laughs> and you're like I, I've lost my rhythm and so I'm dancing down here and these three, these groups of three guys um, stand out to me um, I don't know why for some reason I just noticed them I, I've dealt with pit pockets in crowds before you have? yeah so this will be a tangent story then okay so on a uh, so the day after I heard those gunshots in London, I went back to the party that mor- that basically that early afternoon that morning, because it was like a two day party thing. Uh-huh. And um, I'm at a uh, I'm at a, a DJ set like for DJ Soundboy something like it's like which is a record which is a label or or whatever. And they had like a bunch of DJs on. It's good stuff. And I noticed this guy who's shirt who's shirtless. And he's acting like he's taken... He's either really drunk or he's taking drugs. Okay. So what he does is he'll, like, be, like, kind of waving around and then latch on to people. Ooh. And he did it to me. And I felt him uh, feeling out my back pocket. Yeah. So you can't get... I had my hands in my front pockets because I was wary about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I've been warned about this party. And with my experiences the night before, for good reason. Right. As, again, as heard in the Halloween soap. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... So okay, so now now back to the club. Yeah, and I, I also saw him weary. like do it to other people. So yeah. I'm weary. You're I still weary of these three guys. So okay, three gentlemen at the club. Yeah, but I'm good about keeping uh, about. I always keep myself in my front pockets. Don't keep stuff in coat pockets. Don't keep them in back pockets. Mm-hmm. You can in Europe. You'll get pickpocketed that way. Right. 
It really is just like Oliver Twist there. Twenty. Oh, it really is. Wow. Um, London was one of my favorite. Is one of my, I love London. Don't let any again anyone who's thinking about going. Don't let this deter you. But you know, you live in a place for a long time, and in Europe this time, and I've been to Europe many times and never had this experience. I just had a lot of experiences with with criminal stuff. I, I don't know what it is. Consider yourself. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I had a real Oliver Twist sort of time. It was very Dickensian. <laughs> um, You've got to so pick a pocket or two. I'm fairly certain these three guys are pickpockets. Yes. Um, and at some point, the crowd starts to break up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what's going on? And the security guards come up uh-huh. and they grab the three guys. And I'm, I'm like right next to them at this point. And they see me, and we're similar enough age. <laughs> grab that one too. No. No way. And then I got pulled, like the guy grabbed me and pulled me into a stair a stairway. Wow, the bobbies did. Yeah. Or was, it, was it the club security or was it club the Club security. Okay. And they're like interrogating <laughs> us. Can't they? Okay, were these three guys, now that you can hear them, are they are they English? Or are oh, they... they're very Londoner accent. And then like, you. It's like, it's three guys going like, hey, mate, we aren't doing anything. <laughs> No, man, we don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> and, then, and then, yeah, like, Hello. hey guys, what's up? And like, you know, I am American. I'm like pissed off. So like, right now, I sound very friendly and affable. Like, but when mm-hmm. I get pissed off, I'm like, I didn't know what you're talking about. You are, are uh, grumpy because anybody would be. You've been wrongfully yeah. accused of of pickpocketing yeah. at this point. And um, like, they take they take us back and they interrogate us, and yeah. eventually, it's obvious. These three guys have London accents. <laughs> Unless you're like their fall man. And every time they look at, like, every time I, every time I'm looked at, I don't, I stare everyone right back in the face and yeah. answer honestly, which is what you should do. If you ever want to come across as confident, whether you're a pickpocket or not, <laughs> always just stare someone in the face. Pickpocket tips from Rob Zakes. From Rob Zakes. Also, grab their phone right when that, <laughs> when the train makes that noise. I've, I've often thought about writing an essay to, like, send a travel on just about how not to get robbed in Europe. Because I've seen so many times. How not to get robbed. <laughs> Rob Zakes. Boom, pow, 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 pow. And uh, eventually they let me out. And so I'm back out. And it's a weird thing because I'm pushed out of the stairway and then I'm back in, out in the middle of <laughs> and people dancing around. So I stand there for five or ten minutes. Just trying to readjust the surroundings, I imagine. That's, that's a stark yeah. contrast. And I'm. So eventually I'm like, you know what, I should go talk to someone. And eventually I'm deferred to the person who, the head of security who pulled me, who's the person who pulled me off of the, the floor. And at that point it's, they're, they're, you know, they're like, well, live with it or you can go. Wow. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So I went back and I had a drink. Uh, and then I, was, I thought about it. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm never coming back here again. And I left. Uh Especially because part of my thinking was that uh, I want to say it was still early in the night. Mm-hmm. It was either like I just went when I took the night bus home, or I wanted to go before the subways closed. Right. <clears throat> so yeah, that's my. Uh, that's pretty great. I had a lot of experiences in, I mean, getting robbed uh, when I was in Barcelona. I saw somebody got pickpocketed. Yeah. And like, just ignored because I couldn't understand. They were speaking Catalan or. Whatever, maybe Spanish. Yeah. You can never tell they're so similar. If you don't know the languages, they just sound the same. Right. Um, at another point, I was in Paris, which is my favorite, one of my favorite cities in Europe. Um, and I'm around the uh, the Sacre Coeur, okay. which is this uh, famous church in the north of Paris. Anyone who's been to Paris knows there. It's a huge tourist spot. 
huge pickpockets fun. Yeah. And um, these guys come up to me and they like, because what they do is, I, I saw this when I was in India. I know that I'm familiar with this tactic. It's not really a pickpocket. They want, they come up to you and they tie something around your arm and they're like, give me money. Please give them a donation. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. And so somebody grabs on my arm and starts telling me, and I kind of pull away. And then his arms, like, I can feel them start to wrap, like, trying to stop. Yeah. So I, don't, don't, don't you dare touch me. Don't ever touch me. And my dad rightfully was like, hey, listen, drop it. Because there's a bunch of these guys. Yeah. It's, yeah. They're like, it's we incredible. saw them meeting back up later at some point. Wow. That's nuts. Sucker Curry is a beautiful place. It's worth going to, but the area around it's really horrible. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, right around it. Then you, there's actually a really beautiful square where you can go and get yourself uh, painted. Oh, really? Or sketched, at least. That's neat. And then the, uh, there's a beautiful bar there that's right next to the, um, right next to the Dali Museum. Uh, so if you ever find yourself in northern Paris, go to Dali Museum, and then right next to there, which I think used to be one of the studios or homes. I could be wrong yeah. on that. Um, and right next to there, there's this beautiful bar where there's a tree growing in the middle of the square area and growing up into the rafters. Cool. It's really nice. Gives um, you a very feel for that 1920s frame. Here's a sidebar about Salvador Dali. You remember when we went to see uh, you and me, the Salvador Dali exhibit at the yep. Philadelphia uh, Museum of Art? And do you remember what happened when we were trying to leave? Yes, I remember exactly. It, uh, it was because a was field you and I on the were, were we on the bus together Probably. that had to wait? Uh, I don't know if I waited. You might have been on I the was bus. on the bus that had to wait because Colin Smith got lost <laughs> so, in this the, is, the museum. This was a field trip, like 6th, seven, 7th grade? Yeah, to the Philadelphia Art Museum, we which is with, a, you know, not a big place. Our art teacher sort of put it together, and there was this great Salvador Dali exhibit there. They had a, a lot of his original paintings. We all went, a bunch of 7th graders, and yeah. one guy, Colin Smith, who we went to school with, he, uh, you know, you're at the art museum, and... You want to look at the paintings and you want to read the descriptions, but some people want to read the descriptions more in depth than others. Some people are Colin Smith and, and Colin reading. just he was loving the exhibit, and yeah. I can't fault him for it. I, I wish I had spent as much time as he did reading every plaque, wandering around all the paintings. But somehow the chaperones like he got away from them; they weren't yeah. paying attention. And it's hard in a museum because yeah. you can't really like. It's not totally linear. So. It's very quiet to begin with. So right, you can't yell. A silent child can be easily missed. Although now that you say that, no, I, I chaperone field trips every summer with the camp at the YMCA. Yeah. And I've been in uh, Franklin Institute, all sorts of museums and stuff, and we never lose a kid and say it's it's easy to lose a yeah. kid in there. I know. I it's think your it's job, weird. you know. But he. Uh, we got out of the museum and he was missing. When they went to do the head count, he yeah. was missing. We got. I gotta get Colin. If you're listening, you got to be on here and do this story. Uh, here's the last thing that I want to talk about. I want to tell you a quick story. That's something that happened this morning. Uh, I'm substitute teaching today. I had a half day in the afternoon, so I was up and getting ready, and I was going into my bathroom to like put my shirt and tie on, and. You know those things you put on the bottom back corner of your door, those little door stoppers? They're like little springs with little plastic nubs on the end so that when you open the door all the way into the wall, yeah. the stopper hits it first. Well, somehow, as I was like opening the door and holding my shirt and tie, I stepped onto the door stopper as I was trying to open the door. A door opened out towards me. Yeah. 
and I like stepped on the door stopper, pulled out and walked forward all at the same second. And the door like only could move like an inch because my foot was on the door stopper and just whole door slammed right into my eye brow yeah. region. If you see, there is like a black mark. There's like a, a lump right like, yeah. under my eyebrow that's swelling kind of black and blue. Yeah. It's not... Until you put it out, I didn't pick you up on it. You wouldn't see it. it but yeah, but it hurts Now, now that I see it, I can tell you. And I was just like, ow. I'm going to have to explain this to all the seventh graders I'm substitute teaching for today. Did but any of them notice? Nobody noticed, so I got away scot-free. But it was, it was just dumb, and I wanted to share that. <laughs> but... You uh, you you look well in the suit and tie, by the Thank way. Thank you. I was sir. gonna say the tie is cool. I am. This is uh from the Jerry Garcia collection or something cool. Oh, like right, that, yeah. Something like that. They're pretty neat. No, now that you mentioned there's something about that. I it's know, like kind of yeah, it's psychedelic. Funky. Yeah, it's a good look for a tie. Like my my thing about the Jerry Garcia is I never wanted it on a a it's super expensive. Right. And B I never wanted it on a shirt because it's too much. The shirts are crazy. Yeah. I think the ties are. My mom got this for me for. Uh, Christmas one year or something like that. But uh, I guess that'll do it. How's your... You have the Saison, right? I have the Saison. It's pretty good. It's good. It's always it's my good. Go-to it's an old here. standby. Yeah. I like the Honey Blonde, I think, is usually my standby here. I'll get it sometimes if there's nothing else that yeah. appeals to me. And my rye is long gone, so yeah. that's the best review I can give it. Does not taste like bread in a in a glass. As Abizakes once uh, <laughs> become my brother Wimp. And Robbie agreed with today when he had a sip. That's what it tastes like to me. But but also, that's not the sort of thing I would normally drink. So. Yeah. I love a good rye, rye beer. Anyway, that's the non-milkshake shakedown. That's the today. first episode of the Stout Down. We always said we were going to do the Stout Down, but neither of us ordered a Stout. Yeah. Because all they have is the chocolate, chocolate raspberry, raspberry Which stout. is good, but not what I'm in the mood for right now. I needed something more beer-like. Yeah. Um, well, that's the Shake Stout Down today. We learned a lot today about... Don't go to London. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go to France. Don't My, go to Barcelona. Uh, Stay in America. The Rob Ziggs travel guy. When you leave America, you leave your rights behind, apparently, is what happens. Don't leave your small town. <laughs> Just stay Is in what it. I've learned leaving my small town. Go to the one bar that's in it. <laughs> yeah, go to Triumph. And uh, Apparently, a pint is $3. Stay if there forever. It's early enough. <laughs> pint? What are you, British? No, this is an American pint, which yeah. is smaller Other than, No, it's the same. It's the same no, there's spine. a different unit of measure or something weird. It's like slightly bigger, one or the other. It, it, well, that, that makes sense because I've always thought that American... Like, they always say it's a pint, but it always feels smaller than a Yeah, this pint. is... It's not actually a pint. There's, See, I'm we'll using proper pint. Now but, I feel uh, really British. Oh, boy. Let's, now you got me talking about the good times. Let's Govna over here... Uh, oh, it's brilliant. ...tells right? me what a good day he's having. Yeah, having, having a good time, man. Oh, how you doing? Well, I'm Tyler Mertens. Let's pop off. Let's pop off and have another pint before you go. <laughs> and you are? I'm Rob Zix. And that was The Shakedown. Shakedown.